Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to walk through how to make enjoyable bedtime routines for a happy sleep. So if you followed me last week and you now know how to create rituals, then after this week, you will be able to fine tweak these rituals and really start to enjoy to improve your sleep and energy levels. So we're kind of moving from creating healthy habits to creating enjoyable habits. And this is in particular important if you got your ritual set up and you're performing the action and you kind of notice that at some points it's still hard for you to do so. So then we're going to move over to tweak these things and get even more ease and joy into the process. So a very cool thing that we're going to do today. And it's also very easy because you did most of the work in the last couple of weeks if you were following me. And what we're doing now is kind of to just fine tweak this. So when we are talking about doing things to improve our sleep quality or to raise our energy levels at daytime, we're essentially always talking about things that fit into three main categories. And these categories are the body, nutrition, and the mind. It's step four, five, and six out of this nine step process that we're walking through together right now, right? So I want you to take a sheet of paper to write down three headings, the body, the nutrition, and the mind, and to leave a little bit of space for each of them, and then just come up with ideas of things that you can do for each of these categories that will improve your sleep, that will improve your energy levels at daytime, and just write stuff down. You can also ask Google, you can go to sleeptrust.eu where you're gonna get tons of inspiration and information around these three categories. Uh, maybe move back to the last podcast about step four, five, and six, uh, or, uh, you know, there, there as I said, tons of information out there where you can get inspired. And then write down things that you know will serve your sleep, um, will serve your energy. And the things you wanna write down can be things that you want to bring into your life or things that you want to avoid. So just looking at the body, we could say we would want to bring in a new mattress into our life, or we want, want to use a light-based alarm clock or a fitness tracker to wake us up out of light sleep mode, to hydrate our bodies in the morning. These would be things that we want to bring into our lives, but we could also say we want to avoid uh, getting into light in the evening hours. We want to avoid watching TV, avoid playing around with our smartphones. And you can do the same for your nutrition, avoiding to drink too much caffeine in the afternoon, avoiding to drink alcohol, or, you know, eating fruits and vegetables every single day. Um, and for the mind, it's kind of the same thing, right? We want to do meditation. We want to avoid negative emotions. So um, at least at nighttime, they're all there to say something. I always say when it comes to negative emotions, they're unpleasant emotion. They're not really negative. They're very important for us. They're unpleasant, but we might want to avoid them before we go to bed or in bed. And we might want to promote things like meditation, getting into a good state of mind, forgiveness, and so on. Write down as many things as come to your mind. Ask Google, do the research, and just write them down. And what, what will happen is that you'll figure out that there are a couple of things that don't really 
a map to one exclusive category. So there might be things like, um, let's say coffee. Okay, this is a, a negative example because you want to, you, you might want to take coffee to raise your energy, but in regards to sleep, you might want to avoid drinking coffee uh, at least in the afternoon. So drinking too much coffee can have a negative impact on your body too. So it's a nutrition thing, it's a body thing too. It's somewhere in between. And the same is true for a meditation. A meditation uh, is primarily good for uh, our minds, right? To calm certain states in our minds, but this can also and will also have an effect on our bodies. Uh, and you can even, you know, do meditations that will be good for your nutrition. Yeah, okay, not really for your nutrition, but you know, the, the body will get an impact and that way you might, you know, it might be easier to eat healthy foods. So there are uh, intersections where all of these categories kind of come together. And these are things where you kind of have a double win. So you want to look on this sheet of paper and um, then you want to highlight things that you think will really align to your personality. And this is important, right? We want to have things aligned to our personality. So let's say if you're a tennis player, you're a professional tennis player, and you know how to play tennis, you cannot play tennis, at least not you know, on the, on the high level of performance you could, if somebody hands you over a golf club and wants you to, to play with that. We have to figure out things that are um, aligned with our bodies, our personalities, and use these. So um, it's, you know, if you're a runner, you don't want to wear boots running. You want to have sport shoes, sneakers, whatever. If you're a fisher, you don't want to do fishing just with, you know, using a stick and trying to hit those fish out of the water. You want to have a, a fishing route. So we want to figure out which things First, it's, it's more like a brainstorm, right? We write down things into the, and put them into the categories. But after that, we want to figure out which things really relate to us. Uh, you know, get that tennis racket, get the, the sneakers that will help us to perform better and that are really aligned with our personalities. And then we want to have a look at these win-win situations where, you know, one thing kind of reaches over to more than one category. Uh, or uh, it's a thing that we know it's one category, but this is our pain point, right? We don't have to find something that, you know, moves over three categories if we've got one major pain point. If our body, like, you know, come back to my personal story when I have my slip disc, it was a, a, a really painful experience. So it was very, very clear where my sleep problems were coming from. Um, funny enough, you know, a big key for me was the meditation, which was a mind thing. So even there, it's it's kind of moving over categories. Just talking to you right now, and uh, I noticed it's, it seems so clear for me in the beginning that this was a clear body thing, but it wasn't. It's a mind thing too. So you want to get clear about what is your pain point, and then you're going to align the things that really relate to that. And um, I think that's just the way to go here. And what you could hear in the background was my reminder to always mute my phone when I start to record a podcast, right? So to give you a little bit of context, we're talking about step eight out of a proven nine step system that I use for each and every of my clients, moving them from often low energy levels, a bad sleep back to those high energy levels on the foundation of a good solid sleep. 
And um, next week, we're going to kind of tie everything together with the mastered block. But for now, we're going to make things enjoyable. And uh, as always, it's your choice. You can decide to just implement things that you know help others to um, improve their sleep. Or you can modify these things based on what you learned today and get that tennis rack into your hand if you're the tennis player or those sneakers on if you're a runner and really personalize the things. Adapt them to your personal situation, your personal sick, uh, circumstances and your personal uh, traits. So whatever you do, definitely check out sleeptrust.eu and check out the show notes of this week's episode to get more information around the topic. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. To make our bedtime or energy rituals more enjoyable, we want to write down things that promote these states and sort them into one of the categories, which are the body, nutrition, or the mind. Pick the most effective ones for your personal situation and build them into a new ritual using the methods that we walked through in last week and using the Rituals Builder. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when we are going to finish up the nine-step process with step number nine, which is going to tie everything together. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast, or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.